Episode 2 Mental Health and the Energy Field Hi, I'm Ruth Elizabeth Hancock and welcome to the Energetic Universe, which is my second podcast and runs alongside my book and also some online courses that I've created that go with my book. If you like, this is a sort of three-dimensional learning platform which allows me to start talking about the discoveries I've made over the past few years as I've been researching for my book and talk about them in a deeper and more useful way so that I can help more people thrive. This week we're going to look at mental health and the energy field and this was prompted by my own mental health issues because I've been struggling with depression or I did struggle with depression for the whole of my life and then managed to step out of it in my mid-40s because of all the energy work I was doing. And this really opened up my eyes to a new way of thinking, a new way of being, which is something that I feel very inspired to share with others, especially when you consider the current state of the world and the increasing depression rates that go with it. I'd like to start off by saying that I'm not a doctor, And everything that I'm talking about in this podcast and my other podcasts are to do with my own experiences and what helped for me, because I really want to try and help other people to step into a a happier life. So if you are currently struggling with mental health issues, then I highly recommend that you go and see your doctor, who can help you put together a plan of action. For some time now, I've been feeling that we focus too much on the physical brain or the physical aspects of our thinking mind. And I feel that this is perhaps where the problem lies. Once we accept or begin to understand that we are not just our physical body or physical mind, and we actually energetically stretch outside of our body, and this includes the electromagnetic energy field of our mind too, then this will really help us to understand that we are more than just the physical aspect, the physical brain. Now this is not to say that neuroscience isn't important or or psychology is not important. It's to say that there's a third dimension to all of this and that's the energy field that we exist in, that we live in, that surrounds us on a day-to-day basis and the energy field that we are continually interacting with. I feel that the more of us that start to see this third dimensional aspect of us, then the more we can start to tap into it and work with it in a way which is more beneficial for our our lives and for our mental health. Because we can only see around 1% of what's around us in our physical reality. So that's 99% of stuff that we can't see and this brings us into the world of energy which is frequencies and information, consciousness. And this is what is often termed subtle energy. So we are surrounded by this subtle energy, by energy around us all the time, which is why I think it's so important to get beyond the physical aspects of our brain and to start to see our being as a much larger version of us. As I've said in previous episodes, I don't see myself as a physical body, this physical body that I am anymore. I see myself as this expanded version of me, this energy body that exists outside of me, around nine feet outside of my physical body. 
And this allows me to be very conscious and very aware of what may be in my energy field that is not necessarily serving me well at that time. It allows me to understand that my energy is entangling with other people's energy around them and also interacting with the energy field from a magnetic or from an attraction point of view. This means that whatever my state of being is in that moment, this is the state of being that I'm then attracting to me in terms of frequency and vibration. So if my mind, if I'm too much in the mind and too much in the thinking mind or too much in the ego, then this is by itself a far more low vibrational state than if I'm in the heart. So we can move our consciousness to different aspects of our body around, which allows my consciousness to then be feeding my physical body or my mind different energies, different frequencies, different aspects of me. And I have found this really helpful to me in my life. And I'm certain that it's helped my own mental health issues. So you can try this now. You can now bring your energy or your consciousness out of your mind and pull it into your heart. If you want, you can close your eyes while you're doing this, if it makes it easier. But now you can feel your energy, your focus, your consciousness inside your heart. You're not in the mind, the ego anymore. And this then allows you to start feeling differently. You're starting to experience reality differently. You're starting to probably feel happier and more high vibrational because your energy is now in your heart. So often we get stuck too much inside our own mind, our analytical thinking mind or the ego. And this is sort of more low vibrational than the heart. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the analytical thinking mind or the ego or any of these things. But what I'm saying is that leading from the heart, feeling your heart, and being able to sit in these high vibrational frequencies, which are the heart, more often in your life, benefits us in so many ways. For example, it allows us to feel more high vibrational. This then allows us to start attracting more high vibrational frequencies into our being, into our life. This also starts to upgrade us energetically and even biologically on a, a more high vibrational setting. So we're now interacting with the energy field around us from a more high vibrational place. This is then going to biologically upgrade our body or energetically upgrade our body, depending on how you look at it, which is then going to have a knock-on effect on our own mental health and also our own physical body as well. So if you like, our bodies work on a feedback loop with the energy field around us. When we're more conscious of our own energy field and what we may be attracting to that edit to our energy field and the state of being that we're living in, and this can include our emotions and feelings, when we're more conscious of these things, we're then able to move out of the subconscious programming that's in our own field. And this is either passed down from ancestors in our DNA it comes from the collective unconscious, and it's even picked up from our childhood as well. So if we can bypass this subconscious programming or, or subconscious conditioning that so many of us are often sitting in, far more than is good for our own mental health, I think, 
then we, we can consciously start to stay in a more high vibrational and conscious state. And as I said before, this then allows us to interact with the energy field in a higher vibrational state. And the more times we can do this throughout the day, the better it's going to be for our mental health and our physical health as well. Interacting with the low vibrational states or emotions or feelings of fear or guilt or shame or anger or bitterness or hatred or any of these low vibrational feelings which the mind is creating, the mind is creating the, the thoughts that go hand in hand with those feelings, any of these low vibrational states are not helping us in our life. Yes, certainly they may be bringing us messages and they possibly are bringing us messages in many cases. But sitting in them and stewing in them is what we tend to be doing because we're just not aware of what we're doing. We're not consciously aware that staying in these low vibrational states is a choice, first of all. And secondly, that it's something that we can get out of. We just haven't been taught these energetic aspects of us. So it's something that many of us are now waking up to. If you've read the blog on my website or you've listened to my previous podcast, then you'll, under, then you'll know that I talk about positive feeling a lot. And that's because this is what I used to help me get back to a more normal state. And I simply, as many times as I possibly could remember during the day, I sat in these feelings, these high vibrational frequencies of gratitude, love, passion and joy by remembering the happiest day of my life, which happened to be my wedding day. So this is what I did for about three months and it was the only thing I could do at that time because we had young children, we'd moved to a new country, my husband and I were arguing so much and all I could manage to do was this. But just actually doing this in itself is enough until you get yourself back to a, a more sort of normal state or a state where you feel like you have got more energy to now start tackling the inner issues or unresolved issues that so many of us are just not tackling in our lives. And once we start resolving these, we can really start to move forward with our own mental health issues. You see, what I've learned over the years is that unresolved issues don't go away. Feelings of unhappiness or unfulfillment or lacking meaning in your life, these feelings, they just get worse and worse as you get older. So at some point, you have to tackle them. But I appreciate that many of us are totally exhausted. We're working 12-hour days. We're completely burnt out. And we just don't have enough energy, you know, to even just do things for ourselves to keep us happy, let alone start working on our own self-development. But so just practicing this positive feeling method, which is what I call it, just helps you to sort of to start rewiring your, your, your mind so that you can start feeling a little bit more human again and a little bit happier, which then gives you the, the motivation and the, the zest to then start doing some, some deeper inner work or some deeper self-development. I've learned that we can't hide from these issues. We can't hide from resolving these issues and working through issues from our childhood because they keep coming back, they keep popping up in our head, we keep being presented with the same problem again and again and again in our lives. Things that we're just not dealing with will just keep coming back because our mind is looking for them. Our mind is looking for patterns and what, whatever is 
in our subconscious programming, this is in a sense what it's looking for. So you're attracting more and more of these things into your life. So changing your neural pathways, rewiring your mind in this way will allow you to start seeing life in a different way. This then has a knock-on effect of allowing you to interact with the energy field in a different way. And all of this is biologically changing you from within. And as we know, when we change us, we start to change our reality because we change how we see things. And our reality is literally how our mind sees things. And it sees things through our belief structures. It sees things through our own perceptions. Whatever it expects to see, that's what it's going to see. So whatever is subconsciously hidden in our minds, that's what we're projecting out into the world around us and that's what we're attracting back. So back to the energy field. So imagine that your physical body is a cluster of light with electrical currents running everywhere through the universe and through our own bodies. And we begin to get a feel of the actual world we live in. We are not just what we see around us. And as I said before, we only see around 1% of what's in the field. So only viewing our world as this physical, this physical reality that we see is not helpful to us. It keeps us too contracted inside low vibrational thinking and low vibrational being. It keeps us too narrow and stuck in a very tight and fixed mindset of this physical reality that we, that we, that we are. But if we are to feel happier in life, we need to expand our energy because when we expand our energy, we now exist more in the energy field around us. We are now existing as consciousness and we have transcended the mind. So in a sense, you could see the ego as the, the negative aspect of us. It wants to keep us trapped inside this physical body, inside this physical reality for a variety of reasons. You know, we've evolved in this way and it was helpful to us in the past, but now we've moved on and it's not so helpful to us in this, this reality that we live in. I feel it is limiting us in so many ways because we're not able to see beyond the mind, not able to, to transcend the ego. And whilst we're stuck in this negative ego, we are not able to step into these high vibrational feelings and emotions, which is where we need to be. So when we lead from the heart, we are automatically transferring our energy to the heart. And we're now sitting in the high vibrational feelings and emotions of the heart. And the more times that we can stay in the heart and the more times that we can feel these high vibrational feelings in our life, the better our life is going to be, the happier we will feel and the more we will thrive in this lifetime because we're now attracting higher vibrational frequencies to us. So you could see your physical body or this cluster of light that you are as a massive magnet and this magnet is attracting all these different frequencies to you. And there are many frequencies inside your body which could be seen as the archetypal frequencies which you don't know what you're attracting to you. And to a certain extent, we can tell what we have inside our own body because that's the reality we're projecting. So if we're stuck in a reality that we don't like, 
then we can understand that we need to do some inner work to release these archetypal or lower vibrational frequencies that are not helping us to live a better life in this reality. So now, when things get a little bit difficult in my life, I always ask myself three questions, and I always say, is this a mirror showing me something that I need to work on in my own self? Is it something that I'm attracting to me, and therefore, because I'm attracting it, I have to have that frequency in me so I can release and get back to the better version of me? Or is it a learning experience, something that I need to learn something from, there's a lesson I need to learn from from this situation here? Or is it my ego? Is my ego getting too involved and pulling me into this negative reality and therefore I need to get back to my energy body, back to my heart in order to be able to transcend the ego and come back to my, my, my light body, if you like, or my consciousness? And I have found asking myself these three questions to be really useful in my life. Of course, you need to take a step back when things happen and, you know, and not react to what's around you. And I do find that the busier you are in your business or your life, the more you will react to things around you. So if you do start to react to people or situations around you too much, you find yourself getting too angry and finding yourself snapping at everyone around you, then just take a step back. You know, just go and do a meditation or even just closing your eyes and do some deep breathing. You know, even just 10 deep breaths in and out will help. When you, when you close your eyes, you're in a sense switching off the physical world around you. So this allows you to get out of this physical reality and get back into your internal world. And in your internal world, that's where all your energy is. That's where the subtle energy is. That's where your higher mind is. That's where all the information and the guidance and support is. So the more times we can get back to this inner aspect of us, the happier that we're going to feel and the better our life is going to be. In my opinion, mental health is not something that we can heal when we are the smaller contracted version of us. We need to access this bigger, expanded and energetic version of us because this is where the answers lie. And the fact that we have growing rates of depression and now suicide with the current state of the world means that current thinking around mental health is not working. So we need to step into new thinking. And energy is the new thinking. Energy psychology, energy medicine, energy work. It's been around since the 1980s, but it's taken a long time to get into mainstream for a variety of reasons. One, because it's seen as a pseudoscience Two, because there's not enough evidence to back up the results that it's getting for people. And three, because it's taking us into the, the invisible world around us. And the invisible world around us, which is, is seen as the spiritual world, has been sort of lumped in this category of spirituality and religion. And in a sense, it's compartmentalized it and made it unaccessible for many people. And it's taken it away from the, the world of science. Bringing it back to science, in my opinion, means that we can now create a more concrete and logical and practical way of looking at it so that we can incorporate it into our lives in a much more practical, logic, logical and rational way. So we're no longer sitting in someone's opinion about something. We're now looking at it in terms of, right, what can we see that is true of this and that we can evidence 
And what can we see that you know, people are getting very good results around this, but we don't know why? And looking at it in a more rational frame of mind, which is the type of thinking that most of us respond well to. I think two of the areas where so many of the people I work with are struggling with are anxiety and stress. Now, stress is something which is biological hormonal changes in the body and is to do with the fact that we are just continuously switched on and are experiencing stressful situations all the time in our lives. And the only way that we can start to reduce this stress is to start changing, to start physically changing our environment, start physically changing our lifestyle, our lives, eat better, do more exercise, remove yourself from stressful situations, maybe, you know, even remove yourself from stressful people or stressful jobs, whatever that may be. But in my opinion, anxiety, I feel is more a message from the body or the energetic aspect of us telling us that something doesn't feel right. Something is not right and something needs to be changed in our lives. So in a sense, it's a message. It's not anxiety, it's not an emotion. It's a message from our body trying to tell us something. And what it's often trying to tell us, or at least in my experience, what it's often trying to tell us is that we need to start connecting back to our inner world. Our inner world is always sending us messages. Our higher mind is always sending us messages. And we need to connect back to this aspect of us to understand what the message is. So this overriding sense of anxiety that so many people have is a sign that something is not right in your world. And that may be that you're not living your life in, in the way that's right for you. It may be that you're not happy and there's an underlying reason for that. Or it simply may be that the world that we're living in is creating this anxious feeling, this anxiety around us all the time with the, the films that we watch, the TV around us, the, the daily news. Instinctively, our inner worlds know that this is not right. They know that there is a better way. They know that this is not the way that we're supposed to be living. And they're trying to tell us that we need to change this. We need to change things around us in our environment. And, you know, we do that. We can understand what these things are by connecting to our inner world, our higher mind, and find out. For some time now, I've also, I've also felt that we have more empathic or empaths in the world. And as empaths, we're more energy sponges and we're absorbing all the energy around us. So you only have to look at the low vibrational energies that surround us in this reality, this third dimensional world that we live in, to see that we, there's a lot of low vibrational energy. So from an empathic point of view, we're absorbing a lot of this low vibrational energy. Now this in itself is going to make us feel bad. It's going to make us feel anxious. It's going to be, it's filling up our body with density, low vibrational thoughts, feelings that we're entangling with each other all the time. It's going to start changing our mind and that's going to make us look at the world around us in a different way. So I think just stepping out of this low vibrational state and changing your environment around you. So really change what you're watching, change what you're listening to, change what you're reading, so you can get yourself back to a more high vibrational state. 
And something that I do every day now is I clear my energy field. So constantly clearing my energy field allows me to clear out any low vibrational energy that I may have picked up as I go about my day. And I highly recommend that you do this as well. I have a free meditation on my website, which you can download, and I'll put the link in the notes so you can start listening to this every day yourself. So some other things that we can do to help is to meditate more often. And you know, even just doing 10 minutes of meditation will really, really help you in your life because it's sort of, in a sense, it makes your energy more coherent. It raises your vibration and then you're interacting with the energy field in a higher vibrational way, which is benefiting your body as well as your mind. If you find it hard to meditate, then you could, you could spend time feeling grateful for your life every day. And something that you could do here, which is very quick and easy, is you just write down 10 things you're grateful for every day. And it really raises your vibration at that time and really helps you to then sit in those high vibrational frequencies because gratitude is very high vibrational. And once you're in there, you're now interacting with the energy field around you in a higher vibrational way, attracting higher vibrational frequencies. When you start to feel your mind going down again and your analytical or thinking mind taking over, you can then sit down and start feeling grateful again to pull your, your mind back up or to pull your frequency back up. And the more you do this, the better it's going to get. This is something that often has to be done over a period of time. So just know that this will take you to a higher vibrational sense. It will get you to, it will allow you to be able to start raising your vibration from an internal setting. When we manage to get our vibration up into this high vibrational state, we can know that these higher vibrational energies are the ones that can heal us and teach us through bringing information to us and also help us to feel more expanded and connected to our own energy body. And a very simple way to do this is to practice heart-focused meditations. So you close your eyes, you get yourself into a quiet meditative state and then you pull your focus, your attention to your heart as we did earlier in this podcast, and you now start to feel this energy flowing out of your heart into the room around you. And by default, as it's flowing out of your heart, it's going to be high vibrational because the heart is a high vibrational part of your body. And I believe it's the most important part of your body because it allows us to experience life in a far happier way. When we're connected to our heart, we're connected not only to the energy around us in a high vibrational way, but also our inner sense, our inner being is more high vibrational as well, which is only going to be a good thing for your life because then you're attracting that back to you. I think we all know that taking a walk in nature or going out to nature and just experiencing it and touching it and feeling it is going to make us feel happier and change our mental health and get us back to a happier state. But many of us are stuck inside at this time. So even just doing a search on Google and looking at something like 100 most beautiful natural parts of the world, you know, or 10 most beautiful waterfalls in the world, or something like that, even just looking at these pictures is going to be, is going to be enough because our brain sees everything around us as real. So it can't tell the difference between watching a movie imagination, visualization, 
or experiencing what we see around us, it's all the same as far as our brain is concerned. So you can look at happy pictures and start to, you know, to, to that in itself is going to start creating happier feelings inside you because you'll think your thoughts and your feelings work on this feedback loop. So if you can't change your thoughts, you can change your feelings, which is what I did with my positive feeling technique. And if you can't change your feelings, then change your thoughts. So they both work together. So you can work that in whichever way is more beneficial for you. It's up to you. But just know that whatever you do makes a difference. So if you feel that you're an empath, you're struggling maybe with low vibrational thinking, or you're struggling to get yourself back into a happier state, or maybe you feel like you're absorbing everyone else's low vibrational energy around you, and you just don't know how to set energetic boundaries, then I've put together an online course that will help you with this. It's very simple and short. It's only four weeks long, and it's going to introduce you to the science behind how this stuff works. So your brain or mind can start to believe it. If you don't believe it, your brain will block it. So I always put the science behind things so that you can start to believe it and understand how it works. And secondly, it includes many active meditations which you can listen to over the course of a week or more and it will start changing your feelings and changing your thinking inside of you the more you listen to it. Now this is something that works over a longer term basis which is why I've also added a Facebook group for you to join and this will help you to, to start working in this way over the course of a period of time so you can slowly get yourself back into this energetic self you know you can empower yourself you can clear your energy field you can set boundaries so that you're not absorbing low vibrational energies around you you can start to manage your emotions and feelings when when you understand more of what they're about and you can start to raise your vibration by working on your unresolved issues or doing the inner work self-development work and all of this is something which takes a few months to start seeing real results, but you'll actually feel better straight away by listening to the active meditations. And if you're on a tight budget at the moment, then join my email list because it allows you to get this course for half price. It includes all the tools and techniques and research that I use to get myself back to a happier state of mind. And I truly hope that it will start to do the same thing for you as well. Okay. So that's all for this week. Thank you for listening. I hope that it's helped and helps you to understand this third aspect of you. So it's mind, body and energy, which of course can also be seen as spirit. But I've moved the term away from spirit, which I know is going to make you think of religion or Hollywood movies in your mind, and brought it back to science in terms of energy, that it's real. You do have an energy body and you do have an energetic mind. So that's all for this week. If you need to reach out to me at all, then I'm going to put my contact links in the notes. But you can reach out to me on hello at ruthelizabethhancock.com or elizabeth at elizabethhancock.com, which is my old email address. Or you can check out my social media, which is at ruthelizabethhancock. And that's all with an S, not a Z on my name, Elizabeth. Okay, thanks for listening and I'll catch up with you next week. Bye.